You're listening to Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. We're just laughing about the, uh, twice in a week, Bulls fans got to see those Charlotte jerseys, the uh, CLT. They're awful. They're awful. Yeah. And their court is awful. Like when the Bulls played right. there last week. Yeah. Awful. If you're a... Uh, and they're a bad you, basketball team. If you have seizures, that's a game that should have a warning on it. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Yeah. Bad team, too. How are you, Carmen? I'm it's good, Friday. man. I'm great. It's Friday and I'm freezing my ache and Panajki's off, but I don't uh, care. Why? I'll, I'll tell you what. You know why? Why? That sun. I was out at 545 yeah. yesterday and there was still a little bit of light over in the western... Oh, yeah. Horizon. Oh, yeah. You can still see a hint of the sun shining upon the sky. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yes, yes, we are turning that corner. I hear you, my man. I'm with you, Kyle. I am uh, great today. Okay. It's, it's good to hear. It's Friday. Odds Couple is done. You can get it now on the ESPN Chicago app. It's available. I'm here with you. Black and Abdallah are here. Uh, for I don't know that uh, I actually owed... Sandwiches. I think I'm all paid up. But Yurko was like, "No, you owe sandwiches." I'm like, "Okay." So I bought sandwiches for us, and we you, you did. But that's JP okay. Graziano sandwiches. I, I mean, I'm going to have to start writing stuff down if that's what we need I, to I go back. I if I've got to denote going back to a specific day on a specific bet, I will. I remember. I will. But I was more than happy to buy sandwiches yeah. because it was delicious. Oh, it was fantastic. So I'm I'm well fed. And thanks for the cannolis. Yeah, I know. Jimmy threw in and some the cannolis. Chardonnay. Like and a, the Chardonnay. It's just like an added bonus. And that hot mufalata oh, sauce. I Nothing I like better than. A, a nice muffalata on a Friday evening. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything better than a hot muffalata sandwich. You my got friend. that right. Uh, so in the so sun, savory. The so sweet. <laughs> the sun is shining, even yeah. though it's bitterly cold out. I feel great. I feel good. We're a little over a week away from the Super Bowl. I feel good. Which is kind of like bittersweet, but that's all right. Yeah, but before we knew, all it, good things come to we an know, end. Carm, we'll back here. We'll be back here on Monday. We'll be previewing it. Yeah. We'll be previewing it. I think this is the case of the quarterbacks. That's all. I'll give you a precursor, a little bit of a sneak peek, a little bit of a taste, okay, Uh, on what I'm thinking. I think this is the battle of quarterbacks, and I think the the better of the two quarterbacks is the one that ends up winning this game, period. It could be that simple. I think I know who the better quarterback is. It could be that simple. Yeah. Well, a lot of times that's what it comes down to. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll have a full deep dive breakdown. But there, all there have week. been Super Bowls where the quarterbacks played a minor role. Sure, I've been. And their team has still been victorious. Uh, Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl. Yeah, he had very ben, little to do with ben it. Ben Roethlisberger's first. There you go. Seven completions, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds Seven right. completions. The biggest completion of the game yeah. was made not by a quarterback, not by Ben Roethlisberger. It was made by Antoine Randall. Ben Thornton High School product, the That's Wildcat right. himself, That's Antoine right. Randall L. Hundred percent to Heinz Ward. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward, I think, was the MVP of that Super Bowl. He actually. could have been, yes. Yeah, it's a quararback and wide receiver award these days. Yeah, it that's really what is. it's become in the Super Bowl. The yeah, Super Bowl MVP really become. is. They've won six straight, and only four defensive players. The last twenty-three years have won it. Uh, zero running backs. Zero. The last time a running back won that award, you were in the league. It was Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis following the ninety-seven season, January, uh, February of ninety-eight. They beat the uh, Green Bay Packers. They did. I love my Green Bay Packers. Think about that. I was in college the right. last time a running back won the Super Bowl MVP award. So it's hard to like fire away on a bet 
for a running back. A running back. Yeah, you won't do that. You just, you know, their odds are long, and you go, oh, yeah, maybe five or ten bucks. Okay. I'm, I mean, but I'm guessing, it's just it's a long shot. I'm guessing Patrick Mahomes going into next week is probably about plus. The two of them are tied. 180. Right? No, they're both one plus 125. As well, of this morning on points bet, they were both plus 125. And then you have a big jump out to big Travis jump. Kelsey at uh, 10 or 11 to 1. Kelsey, and then who's the top receiver? A.J. Uh, Brown. Uh, A.J. Uh, 16 Brown. 16 to 1. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't name the 14 running backs that Philadelphia have. Well, Gainwell. Sa- Sanders and Gainwell. Sanders, Gainwell, Boston Scott. Boston Scott touches a little bit. Oh, but he Gainwell's, touched it a lot at the end of the game. Gainwell's been more featured yeah. in these last couple of weeks. So I don't think the, either one of those guys gets enough carries. No, I don't think is so. Is it Isaiah Pacheco? I like Pacheco's under rushing attempts, to be honest. I think he'll catch the ball out of the backfield more than anything. That's where he's most dangerous right now. I don't think he'll have a ton of attempts. No McCole Hardman that's going to bother you? I don't you know. No? We've got to see next week, right? I mean, I, well, we're going to find out. That's why next week's going to be big once we get into uh, injury reports and what practice looks like and who's available to go. It's why, while it, it's like, man, I wish we had a game this weekend. we got to watch, you know, we got to go a, a weekend without football. The two weeks is good. To watch dodgeball. And, yeah, dodgeball. And egg Forget throwing. it. And egg throw. Forget contest. it. The, the two weeks is good because it allows... Patrick Mahomes to get healthy and maybe their receivers to get healthy and an extra week where Jalen Hurts can get his shoulder healthy and like so it, it probably I, I see why they do it the build up and just extra time to prepare extra time for guys to get healthy it's such a brutally violent sport and wonderfully violent attrition. yeah wonderfully violent don't watch a game from the 90s no I don't, don't. please yeah. Don't watch a game from the 90s. It's unrecognizable. It is. To what they're playing what today. What they did to quarterbacks. Carmen, I'm a guy that played in the 90s, and I'm going to be honest with you. The, the one thing that you did have to do, that the league needed to do better, was protect its quarterbacks. Yeah, and that's why they have. I, I think the... Um, I think the quality of quarterback one through three was a little bit better than you have now. You think so? And I think it's because they did a better job of preparing people because they knew they were going to lose people. Mm. So I think there's a better job of preparation. Hmm. Backups you know, as were more they prepared. as they went up. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you that backups were more prepared. With the limited amount of practice you have, I think the one guy gets everything. Whereas before, the two guy used to get at least a little something in case he had to be um, put into the game. Yeah. I mean, we had our guy go down. We had uh, Brunel go down in, in Jayville, right? We mm-hmm. had uh, uh, Rob Johnson was there, mm-hmm. and we lost Rob Johnson to Buffalo. Then Jamie Martin stepped in, became a quarterback that was serviceable, won some football games for us. So got to have those guys. you got to have uh, – I think they were better back then, but you've got to protect the quarterback is the point. Uh, the, the league did the right thing by protecting the quarterback. They may have gone too far mm. in their protection of the quarterback, but they did the right thing in protecting the most important asset that the NFL has, and that's uh, elite quarterbacks. That's why they get paid the most money. All right, uh, so a couple of things for today. This, uh, we got some debates raging, and you got this uh, Iowa-Illinois story. I, you know, I bag on Iowa a lot. Now, I have my youngest brother went to Iowa. I have a brother that went to Illinois. I have a brother that went to Iowa. So my family's well represented in this uh, little battle that's going on right now, Yerk. We're well represented. I, I spent a lot of time bagging on Iowa, mostly because of Iowa football and how awful they are. Boy, they got a lot of nepotism going on in that campus, too. Like, from Ferentz and his son to... Nepotism! Like, and, and Tyler was talking about it yesterday when Waddle and Sylvie brought it up. Aren't there, like, four of Fran McCaffrey's kids on the basketball team? Right? Could be. But their scholarships are free. They're, they don't count as scholarships. I think it's just their a lot of nepotism. Is free the whole because school of the... is nepotism. You got Fran McCaffrey's right. kids. You got, got the Ferentz. offensive coordinator. You got Brian Come Ferentz. On. Like the What's whole, going on there? What's happening at Iowa? The whole school... So I bag on Iowa a lot. I give Iowa a lot of crap. 
But I, I think I'm Team Iowa on this one. And if you don't know the story... Oh, tell me the story, Carter. The Orange Crush, the famous student section, which sure. I do want... If, if I'm understanding correctly, they do have 5013C charitable... Uh, status. Status. Status, Thank right. You. So they do some, they do do some charitable work in the community. They do. Now, they did a little ruse back in the fall to purchase a big block of tickets for this game at Iowa this weekend because they knew they weren't going to be allowed to buy that many tickets being from Champaign, Illinois. So what they did was they they bought them, I guess, through the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, somehow Iowa found out. I mean, somehow. Uh, the, uh, I don't know. Where they knew Orange Crush wasn't going to get it, right? They. My guess is they've known all along. And they waited until this week to send these fans into scramble mode because they've got their transportation and everything booked. There's 200 Orange Crush getting on buses t- tomorrow or today, I guess. I don't know. Today or the first thing tomorrow morning. Whatever, probably today. Getting on buses Hotel accommodations, everything. It's all set in Iowa. My guess is the Hawkeyes knew all along, waited and said, nope, veto. Their tickets have been voided. And they gave them to the Boys and Girls Club in Iowa, which is great. The Boys and Girls Club, of, I think of Iowa City. I don't know, whatever. Right. I think it's, yeah, it's Iowa City. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got to say, I think I'm Team Iowa on this well, one. Like, I'm, I'm you got busted. I, I, I don't mind that they made the effort to get it done. I don't either, but you got caught. And you can't I don't cry mind. about it now. Yeah. Okay. The Orange Crush Center, they started this uh, two nights ago because they sent out a post on social media. Right. Crying about, uh, look what they've done. Look what Iowa has done to us. Hey, sorry, so sad, too bad. Figure out a different way to get into the game. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. I don't have much sympathy for the Orange Crush. I'm sorry. I, have, I love the effort. Uh, they got found out. And I, I like the response. And there you go. That's, That's the it. way it works. There's I, nothing to cry about. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I thought kids were smarter these days, guys. Like well, Dallas, right on. Listen, he, I'm Dallas will tell you yeah, how they should have done it. My sister would have done this. My sister's very technologically savvy. She streams shows overseas that are only for a minute. Like she can't get like the Bachelor over there, right? She really wants to watch the Bachelor, so she creates a proxy uh, on her computer that lets her computer believe that she's in. The the United States. So all one, wow, so really? all one intelligent student would have to do is create something that so uh, the would, IP address. So would, the IP address would be in Iowa. Have the tickets mailed to a PO box in right. Iowa. And then you pick them up, and then you pick them up the day before the game or the day of the game, and you walk in. Come on, like, kids, be smarter. Well, how did they not think of that? And the kids in this day and age, how did they not think of that? They the should yeah, think of whatever it. it's called. You know what I meant. What? What did you say? It's VPN. I don't know. The Whatever nerds it is. The IP. Who cares? You know what I mean. I think you were wrong. You should own it. You know what I mean. But That's why it... I'm doing this and she works for uh, Google for now. <laughs> she hasn't been laid off. Not Something yet. going on in the tech sector <laughs> that we, uh, we should know about? She What's happening? I saw the jobs report today was good. The not, jobs report was great. Jobs yeah, report is good. If you work for a tech company, though. I she's guess waiting. Not. She's waiting. Well, what's, what is the Twitch chat already chiming in? What is the, did we get that wrong? It's not it's an IP address. It's called a VPN. All right, it's a VPN. It's the same thing. But whatever. I mean, how, why did they not think of that? They should right, have thought so of it. Are you on Team Iowa or Team Illinois? The problem with doing this is we're only going to get, I don't want just the Iowa or Illinois fans because you're too biased. And again, I've got both in my family. I have a brother that went to Illinois. I have a brother that went to Iowa. I like cheering for Illinois. I do, but I got to say, I think my I'm na- Team Iowa here. My neighbors in Cherville went to Iowa. Right. And um, there's a, a, a fellow that I know who got his uh, 
who's an orthodontist. They got his degree from the University of Illinois. They give out uh, orthodontists. Believe it or not, uh, they do. The School of Dentistry, the they call of it. The School Dentistry. Yes. In Iowa? Go figure. Not Come Iowa. On. This guy went to Illinois. Oh, Illinois. That makes you. more sense. Sorry. So I got the neighbor got from Iowa. I got the uh, doctor. From the orthodontist. Put Jakey's uh, braces in. I could see the orthodontist yeah. coming from Illinois. So I, I wonder what they think or how they would think. I want this people process. to know. And who's the douche? Is it the Orange Crush? Is it Iowa? 312-332-3776 is the number. Danny Lynch, who, whom we work with upstairs. Danny's a big Iowa fan. He's got Iowa yellow on today. And I know he's been, he was texting Sylvia yesterday. Very passionate. I got the guys in the neighborhood because there's a bunch of guys that went to Illinois and Iowa. They've been oh, fighting on our big text chain for the last 48 hours. You know, well, all they did was claim to be one other charity. They're their own charity. They did it because Iowa is so petty and petulant. They wouldn't let they wouldn't let them buy tickets. You got caught. This is kind of reminded me. Remember when Nashville stopped selling Blackhawks fan tickets? Remember that? Yeah, I do. They're like, no, can't do yeah. it. Can't buy them if, anymore. If, if you, you got, got an address, address from Illinois, like, yeah. yeah, you're done. We're not going to let you do it. Yeah. I mean, what if you're a Nashville fan and you lived in Carbondale? They weren't going to give it to you because you're from Illinois? Didn't no, this I, happen to Cubs fans with the Cardinals I think it or something? With, with the Brewers? It was the Brewers. Jesse was talking about it today. It was the Brewers. They wouldn't, because you, if you had an address, they weren't going to let you buy tickets. Yeah, if you were, if you had anything like in the six county area, that's right, they weren't going to let you. And I think if you were in Southern Illinois, you could, Yurko. I think they were keeping it to the Chicagoland area and saying, nope, you. you can't buy tickets. The 312, the 773, the yeah. 708, the 815, the yeah. 603, yeah, all 630, this, 30, yeah. or whatever the hell they have. So is it petty of these schools and professional teams? It's more petty to me if you're a professional team, to be quite honest. I get why the colleges don't yeah. want to do it. I think it's more petty for the professional teams to do it. Um, so you you blame in Iowa for that? You blame in their response? Do you think Illinois was in the wrong claiming to be the Boys and Girls Club of Champaign when that's not what they were buying the tickets for? They're taking 200 members of the Orange Crush. 312-332-ESB. Well, we'll grab all some at calls. one point were boys and girls. That's true. Uh-huh. We'll take some calls on it coming up. Who's the douche? It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hope everyone's having a great Friday. We sure are live in the old National Bank State Street studio. Carmen and Yurko crossed off with Waddle and Sylvie. At two, Black and Abdallah on tonight to wrap the day for you, six to eight. Odds Couple podcast is available now on the ESPN Chicago app. You can also catch it after Chris and Adam are done tonight, eight to nine. Uh, You want to grab some Iowa, Illinois calls? I would like to. I mean, you teased it. You set it up there. I I like uh, the way you did it. Passed the ball five times before you shot. I like it, Carl. Tal's in North Riverside, and she loves Iowa. She gets mad at me because I break Iowa's balls a lot. Right, you know. But I, I'm kind of on. I'm on Team Iowa, I think. Tell, Hello. Yeah. Yes. What do you got for us? Okay. First of all, have you ever been in Carver Hawkeye Arena? No. Uh, no. I've been in the football stadium. <laughs> okay. Carver is a giant hole in the ground. Like you don't want to navigate those steps after a couple beers in a Carver cup. <laughs> so you get a group of 200 people all sitting together. You're going to have every Boomer season ticket holder absolutely losing their minds with the noise. So they're going to get a ton of complaints. Two, they did it like 10 years ago, and were totally shady about it, and they were obnoxious, and they don't want it happening again. 
Like, and they tried sneaking into our house. They got caught sneaking into our, trying to sneak into our house. You can't be mad about that. Yeah. And Tell them. it really ticks me off is I'm about halfway to Iowa right now. And my brother and I have been watching ticket prices. And Tuesday before Iowa played Northwestern, they were about 69 bucks a piece. They're now over $400 a piece for the what? game on third-party sites because it's caused so much publicity and everything for it. So I now can't go to the game. Thanks, Orange Crush. Yeah, they take that orange crush. Wait till like two minutes before tip off. That those tickets yeah, you'd will be come. surprised. Right, plumb, I'm like right? they're going to have me standing out there in negative 11 degrees trying yeah. to get tickets off the scalp. Oh, it's not yeah. going to be that. Belly up to the bar town and watch it. Yeah, let's go to the local pubs. She, they got a lot of nice bars out there in Iowa City. They got a ton. She uh, she gets mad at me from time to time too because I'm always hard on Iowa football. I can't help it. You watch Iowa well, it's football because Iowa football stinks. Of course, we've we've seen it with our own eyes. Yerk, Dave's in Crown Point. He's an Iowa grad. What's going on, Dave? What's up, Dave? Good show, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, they got caught, and it was wrong for what they did. Um, it should have never happened that way, but I'm glad Iowa had the uh, the, the nerve to do it. Um, and you guys are talking about the McCafferty boys. There's Patrick, and then there's Connor. Oh, there's only two? Um, I thought there were four. Well, there's one There's one that's – I think he's a sophomore, and uh-huh. he's supposed to be the best out of all of them. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's not like it's not like McCafferty, you know, came to the University of Iowa two years ago and brought his kids with him. They've been there for 15 years, and these kids are working hard, and they had to earn their chance to play. But I, I never want to put those two kids down. Because they they work hard and uh, they're good teammates and everything else, but I still can't understand why Illinois has Chicago, Iowa has nothing, and my my milkshake bet with my buddy from Illinois. I'm up about twenty milkshakes since 1990 on the guy. He bet a milkshake on the game, and I just can't figure out why Illinois can't get a Chicago um, athlete. That's that's the biggest problem. Don't worry about tickets. Get somebody from Chicago to play yeah, for you guys. there you go. Take that. Listen to Dave, Illini fans. Let that resonate for a second. Yeah. Stick in your craw for a while. <laughs> Dave, thanks. Rob is in Rosemont. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. How are you? Enjoy the show. Thank you. Uh, hey, Yurko, I'm a Blue Island guy. Beautiful. I think we beat up on you guys in football, but I'm just going to leave that one alone. That might have happened. That's where my uh, parents took us to vacation. They said we're going to the islands, and they took us to Blue Island. Man, Blue and Stony. Yeah, the islands. Blue Island, Stony, and uh, Canary. Hey, listen, I'm a little biased. I got two daughters at U of I, but mm. I will say that the Orange Crush had good intentions. There was a little deceit uh, initially with the purchase of the tickets, but you're right. They are a charitable organization. They actually raised money right. on the sale of those tickets for a champagne local charity. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but for whatever it's worth. I, I do like the fact that they raised yeah. some money for local charities, Rob. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that's I did hear that I mean, part that of the story. That is a positive thing on the side, but they yeah. were being wonderfully yeah. devious. They were being deceptive. And they've done this before, and they got away with it. So they knew what was going on and what was happening. They got caught with the hand in the cookie jar. All right. You get it slapped away from you and you don't get no cookie. That's right. When you get caught. That's it. That's the way it works. It's all fun and games till you get caught, right, Yerk? Yeah. Uh, Joe's in Oak Forest. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? So um, I think that, like, for the college thing that you guys are, I mean, you kind of got it right. Um, I kind of believe it should be first come, first serve. I really didn't know it was that way for the professional sports, especially with like hockey and stuff like that with the Blackhawks fans going over there and not getting tickets. Yeah. You would think that, I mean, 
a lot of these stadiums can't even sell out. Why wouldn't they want the revenue from out of state to come and put po- money in the pockets of the people that are living in their state? You know, so that, you that's gotta, kind of a, yeah, it's a lot of hotel rooms. Two, 200 Orange Crush kids. That's a lot of hotels, right? No, for real. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I've been to Iowa. I mean, it's a it's it's an awesome time to go. I've been to a couple games. One of my buddy's girlfriends played soccer there. So, I mean, it's it's one hell of a time. I know they get like a pretty decent sized section. Would but, that, I mean, yeah. if they were doing it kind of like under the table, doing some shady stuff, like the one caller said, people were sneaking into the houses. There's not really sneaking into the houses because the, the, no, the, the, the most house, of the, the houses stadium, that are the over there. The stadium is what they, they say. No, you but snuck ta- into the I house. Think, I th- uh, oh, is that she meant she the house. Oh. Tal said, you came in, you're trying to sneak in into our, our house. house. She's talking about the stadium. I not that people were trying to steal. Well, well, I was just, because I, I mean, I've taken the walk before from the, uh, yeah. like, the off-campus uh, dormitories. And everybody's got their doors wide open. There's keggers in front yards. I mean, it's well, crazy. That's what college is all about, about keggers. Joe, thanks, buddy. It's where you learn what your limits are. Would, I, would Iowa, Illinois have been a sellout otherwise? Yeah, probably. Right? That's a yeah, big that's game. That's a big game. Saturday. Saturday game, yeah. Nice. Late in the season. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Season. Eastern Illinois beat up on Iowa this year. I saw that. That's the truth. Yeah. Iowa's no good. No. I think we need merit-based yeah, tickets. Yeah, but what, what else is there to do in Iowa City? On a Saturday, on a February, February Saturday. Honest, you can't detassel corn right now. Nope. You're, it's outside, you're outside of deer season, right, Yerk? Go to the outside game. Stay deer warm. Season. It ain't deer season. I'll you give you guys this. Corn. 20 years ago when I, I was like uh, 16, 17, I went to a basketball camp at uh, University of Iowa. And the doors to the arena were wide open. And when, we, when I was dropped off, we walked over there. And we just walked in and went down to the court. We were just Inside on the court. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I've, I've played because at the, the camp that I went to, we like you had scrimmages on the court. On the court. So, we, so we played on it. But like, we went over there before the camp started, and the, the arena doors were just open. Well, they're very just hospitable. Open. You just walk right in. And I was like, are we doing something wrong? <laughs> Should we not be in here? Yeah, and no security, no. nothing. Just, just good Iowa folk. That's uh, just good Midwestern uh, hospitality. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're, just yeah. They're very hospitable until you try to buy two hundred tickets uh, to their home game when they know. You're See, the that's why crush. I want merit-based tickets, guys. Like, like you should have to be able to provide credentials. Maybe take a quiz. Do that. Like I missed. Like Rise Against is playing three shows at the Metro. They're doing like an anniversary shows. I missed out. Like I've been seeing Rise Against. They're playing basements. But no, you know what? Some kid probably got tickets who only knows like. Their, first, their last like album and he's like guess what I'm gonna go see Rise Against the Metro that's not fair merit if you went based. to if you go to Illinois you should be, have to fill out like a quiz and then like a merit based thing like how are you a senior are you a freshman like give me tickets that are based on you know like everybody that's calling it now is giving me their cause like yeah I went to Iowa went to their dentistry school you know been to like 35 games like I don't I don't care you know, it's like well those but that's that's on that's part of your merit process that's what I'm saying. isn't it yeah like let's get if you want to get merit based when you call in that's how you should have to there should be an operator there that is judging who gets tickets and who doesn't get tickets. Give us your credentials. Yeah, before you get tickets to things. The ticket uh, that we were talking about up in the office earlier is the, this Taylor Swift ticket for soldiers. Like insane, right? I mean, nobody can get tickets. How many shows is she playing? Three. She's playing three. Three shows. Yeah, and nobody three can get tickets. No. And now what's even worse is I don't know if it was today or sometime. Beyonce tickets are going on sale and they're saying yeah. that that's going to be even worse. Oh wow! For really? Ticketmaster, where's yeah. she playing? She's Soldier Field. She's playing Soldier as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I heard she added a show, didn't she? I thought they yeah. said Beyonce was adding so a show. So she's doing two shows now. She was only going to do one. It's, this is what happens. An artist says they're going to do one or two shows. They clear the dates, though. Yeah. They sell, yeah. yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute. But you don't have another concert for four days after that. And then it's like, oh, they added a second show. No yeah, way. They, they kind of test the market to yeah. see right. uh, how how many people are going to buy immediately. And then the moment they see that they're immediately going to sell out a first show. They add yeah. two and three and then, oh, it's a four-day event it's with a, Beyonce it's a on the lakefront. Oh, my Thursday, heaven. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be all weekend. Nice long weekend event. Let's say hi to Brandon in Forest Park. Brandon, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, this is for the old check topic, man. Let me school all you young Illini fans out there. This this thing goes all the way back when Ludo was coaching the gym. Collins Western yeah. head recruiter, and that 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 Bruce Pearl, who I still hate so at Auburn right now, <laughs> he snitched on us, put us on both vacation because we gave Dion a nice little new Chevy Blazer yeah. and out recruited him. So this way, this goes back. I hate Iowa. If I was driving in the Midwest, I'll drive around Iowa and take another four hour route. I wouldn't spend a dime in that in that that state. Period. It's all a line. I love you, Jimmy Collins Amen. and Lou Dupees. Amen, Brandon. Deion Thomas. Yeah, it goes back to the Deion See, Thomas scandal. Brandon gets tickets. Yeah, Brandon might get tickets because he knows his history. It was where Bruce Pearl secretly recorded uh, Jimmy Collins. I yeah, think, when he right? was an assistant for Lou Henson. Correct. Yes. Yes. And they tried and to. Remember, they, King, if you were a King player, Providence St. Mel, you were going there. Yeah. That's where you were at. That's when Illinois got the best Chicago right. kids, remember? Marcus Liberty, Kendall Gill. Yeah. Remember? Well, Kendall came from Ridge Central. Well, I just mean, I mean, yeah. Chicago, I mean, the Chicago Kenny land. Battle came from Aurora, I yes. believe. Uh, Kenny Battle, I think, was Aurora. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Stephen Bardo. Southern Illinois. Yeah, Stephen was from down south, yeah, right? He yeah, he was. Uh, I was just going through that 89 Atlanta team. Uh, was D- it Brandon King? Was Brandon King the, the point guard? I'm trying to remember. We had a point guard. I don't know if it was Julian or uh, if it was, you know. I don't know. I don't remember. Even after that, like, I, D, D I Brown was from that. here. You know, like, there was a time when they got some they, of the best they of the got best everybody. from Chicago. No, no, no. They didn't. Landon Cox was the coach. Yeah. Landon Sonny Cox. And Landon, uh, there, there was a pipeline heading down the University yeah. of Illinois back in the day. And that changed. That's not the case anymore. Uh, all right. If you uh, want to weigh in, feel free. 312-332-3776. Chris uh, was just telling us about um, something in The Athletic about T. Higgins and the market, uh, the wide receiver market and what it's going to look like and how it could relate to the Bears. I want to talk about that coming up. Plus, we have another debate raging, too, where some people are on board, some not so much. And it has to do with the greatest of all time, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I mean, how can we debate? But somehow there's one raging. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, I want to read this uh, athletic news about T. Higgins coming up next. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Interesting report from The Athletic about the Bengals and T. Higgins, Yurko. According to The Athletic, T. Higgins quote-unquote, could be traded for a top draft pick if the team can't reach an extension with him. And the money he's asking for right now is outrageous, according to sources. Well, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. 
Uh, T. Higgins sees this as his opportunity to capitalize. We know what the market at the wide receiver position is. Um, they're one of the highest franchise numbers that's out there. They might want to go ahead and say, well, you're one of three wide receivers that we have here. and We might want to go younger. Okay, that's fine. I think Cincinnati's looking at it at some point. Do we have to get something for somebody that we're going to have to pay and we might lose him anyway? We know he's talented. They know they've got to pay Burrow and Chase, right? There's no, Yeah, and there's no denying how talented uh, T. Higgins is. He is. And he's got, I'm asking for the moon. And I may not be able to get it here in Cincinnati. So however I got to get it, I will. We find this interesting because the Bears could factor into a scenario like that. Not that they would trade the number one overall pick, but if the Bears do some moving and back up once or twice and are sitting with like a fringe top ten pick all of a sudden and they've loaded up their war chest with other picks from other teams because they moved back, would you take that pick, send it to Cincinnati for T. Higgins and get a new deal done with him? It, it depends what else you've acquired. It kind of does. That's true. It depends 100% what else you have acquired. Um, I don't think it's as simple as just, and let's face it, the Bears' number one pick is going to be, even if you move back, that five is better than somebody else's number 20, right? Much better. Much better. So somebody may be willing to give up the 20 for T. Higgins, but are you willing to give up the five for T. Higgins? Even if they trade back to nine with uh, the Panthers, that might be too high. A.J. Brown was traded for 18 and 101 overall. And Minnesota traded Stephon Diggs to Buffalo for the number 22 pick. And they used that pick just, on? Justin Jefferson. Not bad. But, yeah, I mean. So not, would a top 10, would a fringe top 10 pick be too high for T. Higgins? I think the answer to that is yes. Boy, would he look good in a Bears uniform. He is a yeah. number one wide receiver, I right? think he might be. Do we I, all agree that he's just uh, a number two on his team because of Jamar Chase, uh, but he's a, a number one? He is wonderfully youthful. He's 24. Here, here are his three years in the league. You ready? Well, well, wonderfully youthful. 3,028 yards in three seasons and 19 touchdowns. That's I mean, good. it's stuff Bears fans dream of, right? It's This is the stuff we dream of. Would you take that? Yes. I To Chris's point, I think T. Higgins is a number one wide receiver. Right. And on, on his team, I, him and Chase this year, but Chase only played in 12 games this year. Yeah, Chase got hurt in the middle of the year. For right, him. he got hurt in the middle of the year. So he still had over 1,000 yards in the 12 games, not playing five. And their team, Jamar Chase, has become the number one. Yeah. T. Higgins, number two. But T. Higgins does have talent. He's six There's four. no denying his talent. Big body, big yep. catch radius. He's a, he's, he's a stud. I mean, he really is. And you obviously would have to give him a new deal. Yes, of course. But you have the cap space, and you need that player, right? That's a void on the roster. It's a number one wide receiver. Most certainly a void, yes. The the thing you're going to have to ask yourself, what the Bears are going to have to deal with is, like, which pick, you know, like, where in that first round is it too much? Like what Abdallah just said, what Yurko was just saying. Yeah, move back to seven or nine. That might be too high. Well, what are you drafting at nine? You're not going to get Carter. An offensive line. Well, you're not getting Carter or Anderson. You can probably you find Yurko's offense. guy from Pitt. You could get Yurko's guy from Pitt. Or, or, you or, can, or you're getting Quentin Johnston for TCU. very cheap money. Right. You can get the guy from TCU. 
at nine, who profiles a little bit like T. Higgins with that frame of his. And he's I mean, will be Qu- very cheap. Quentin Johnson's huge. The, the difference is, you know, T. Higgins has done it at the NFL already. T. Higgins is a stud. He's got three years of experience in the league. He's already done it. He's already established himself. You know exactly what you're going to get. You still have a theoretical, and it's in quotations, bus factor on anybody that you bring in. Because the possibility is if something goes wrong, they don't like it. They've got uh, some sort of personality trait that doesn't mix with the group that you have. Now, all of a sudden, you do have a bus potential there, too. All right. Not so, saying that he's going to be a bus. No, no. But I'm just you've got to throw that out there. So, Bears fans, is a high first-round pick worth it? 312-332-3776 is the number. You can join the chat on Twitch, too. Twitch.tv, download the app, search ESPN 1000 Chicago. Oh, man. T. Higgins in a Bears uniform. Like I said, it's like almost like you salivate at it. He'd, he'd have the Bears, you know, all goes well. He's setting Bears receivers records and all-time receiving records in four seasons, you know. So the highest, the highest cap number, $30 million. For a receiver? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Uh, Tyreek's, that's right. It's backloaded a little bit, but it's a uh, four-year, $120 million contract with a $25.5 million signing bonus, $52 million guarantee. What the Eagles did, the blueprint here would be what the Eagles did. Uh, I think Adam even brought it I got you. It'd be I'm A.J. Coming. Brown, right? I got like, you. Devontae Adams, 28.25. Okay. Hopkins. A.J. Yeah. Brown was 18 and 101. So 27. No, I'm saying what's the contract, though? Oh, right. AJ Brown's contract. Twenty-five million. So, so twenty-five. Despite being one of four players at the position with a hundred million dollar tag, he's fifth on the list of highest paid wide receivers. A touch under so forty million was fully guaranteed. Two picks, and you gave him a huge contract, twenty-five million a year. Yeah. I mean, when they say when the when the athletic reports, uh, the asking price is outrageous on T Higgins' side. What's he talking about? Is he talking about thirty-five million? Well, w- what if it's he wants to get paid as a number one. They say you're not a number one wide receiver. So what if he only wants 25? Because right? how, how would that work? If they look at their roster and say, well, we can't give you number one money because right. you're not a number one. And then he's trade me because I'm a number yeah. one on 31 other teams. Right. Or that's on 30 other teams. Fine. Then you don't need me. Maybe 29. Trade me and get rid of me where I could be a number one somewhere. Because I know you plan on playing Jamar Chase and you should pay. Well, you got to pay Burrow this offseason. Yeah. Right? You, I mean, but the, the, the point is, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I don't need to be a part of this. Yeah, you guys can get rid of me. I have no problems with that. This is what we. That's why it's about, like, being floated. It That's is. Why it's it being is, floated. and it's what we t- the, like. We kind of sensed at some point this would happen, right? Just looking at the way the market developed last year and the receivers that were on the move. If the Bears are going to do this with the wide receiver, it's kind of ha- it's going to sort of have to be this way. They already traded for one. That one hasn't worked out so far. Granted, it was six games, or whatever it was, seven games, the Claypool deal. And if they go do it again. Like, this is how they're going to address that issue of finding a superstar wide receiver to finally put into their offense. I've seen some pushback uh, suggesting, like, why would you make a move like this now when he can be an unrestricted free agent next season? And my response to that would be because then you would get him now. Well, sure, you get him a year earlier. Right, because like, there's no guarantee done, that he ever hits no. unrestricted free agency, and there's no guarantee no, that you can outbid no, everyone else. No guarantee he so picks you. have to you. go make it happen. Why, why did the Eagles do it with A.J. Brown? Right. Exactly right. I mean, that's why instead of waiting, you do it now. He's yours. He's a 24-year-old star, and he's yours. David's on the south side. What's up, David? Hey, what's going on, guys? So uh, it's a couple layers to this where I feel like we, we could do it and we should do it. Um, I think the key is 
we got to get Houston to bite on that number one yeah. and move to two. And then we got to convince Indianapolis to go from four to two. And then with Indianapolis, they got multiple first-round picks. So we can get one of those picks, take the later one, trade it for T. Higgins, and then take the earlier one and find us offensive tackle. That's a lot of wheeling and dealing, David. <laughs> I, I, you know, in an ideal world, sure, you pull off something like that. I don't know that you're getting both picks, though. So, what other team? Round. What other team out there needs a wide receiver that's a stud? The Cowboys do. CD's awfully good. Right, man, CD's man. good, but they don't have enough. They've already yeah. proven to you. Yeah, I agree. That they don't have enough at the receiver position. When they lost Amari Cooper, it was a big deal for them. The Cowboys are 26th. So if they were to give the 26th to the Cincinnati Bengals, you know what I'm saying? I think that's a better value. No matter what, you go to nine, you're still giving too much value for T. Higgins. They want a top draft pick, whatever that means. Yeah, top, if, which is a, a number one draft choice. Just, they don't want top. They're not getting top five for T. Higgins. They'll, no, they'll be laughed out of the building. Yeah, Nobody's going to give you a top five pick. Your range is where it was for the other guys, for, 22 like, to 18. Yeah, 18 to that's all the your way range. back out. Yeah. Yes, that's your In range. In the back half of the first round. Like Tampa, if, if Tampa wanted to make a trade with somebody. Right. Back half of the first round. Right? Seattle. L.A., Baltimore, Minnesota's fine, even though they say they need a wide receiver. I don't think they do. Jacksonville. If Jacksonville was going to trade their number one pick, the 24th overall for T. Higgins. Ooh, Trevor Lawrence, T. Higgins, and Christian Kirk. And then you say goodbye to Zay Jones. Pretty good offense. With Evan Engram at your tight end and Travis Etienne. Uh, Travis Etienne. Uh, We will take some more of your phone calls on this coming up. Uh, It's uh, it's intriguing. Nice little pop. (laughs) If there's, uh, you know, if T. Higgins is a little bit disgruntled at the way early contract negotiations have gone, he could be playing a lot of games right now, just floating certain things just because to help bargaining position and posture and things like that. But fun to talk about. Three one two three three two ESPN. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Oh, yeah, this is the fun part, Yurko. Let's just get nuts. Why not? Bears can go out and trade for T. Higgins. Let's get nuts. Let's do it. I'll entertain it. And I would love it. I, I do think T. Higgins is a stud. I think he's. I think we all kind of agree. He's, that kid's a one, man. He's just, he's, yeah. he, in only a few places... Would he not be there? Minnesota, maybe Miami, may right uh, up in Buffalo. Yeah, yes, Stephon Diggs. I still give number one to maybe the Eagles. I mean, let's face it: twenty-five teams in the league. You're probably talking about a number one wide receiver. So interesting to say the least. This all comes from an athletic report, and I'll read it to you again: is that uh, T. Higgins could be traded for a top draft pick. If the team can't reach an extension with him and the money he's asking for right now is quote unquote outrageous per a report from the athletic Raymond's in Vegas on ESPN 1000. Hey Raymond. How you doing? Good. Yeah. So I just want to make a comment because I know everybody's talking about Chicago getting the number one wide receiver and all, but I just don't think they're going to do it this year. Not that they might not draft a, a quarter or excuse me, a wide receiver, but I think they're the Claypool move was for this year. That's what the 
That's why he gave up that second rounder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but as far as any kind of free agent, only only guy that I would think he would want to target would be Mike Evans. I think he fits in that offense. I don't necessarily think T. Higgins does. I know he's a talent. He can catch a lot of passes, but you got to remember, Chicago's a run-first offense. Mm, you're going yeah. to be trying to run the ball still. Well, yeah, they That's are. They, out of necessity, they were definitely a run-first offense. A hundred percent correct. They were. But I, but was there anybody on the number one rushing team in 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 the in the NFL for a reason? Because they couldn't throw the ball. I don't have That's it off. The the t- I don't have it right in front of me, but I can get. I mean, what do you think their split was, though? I, I bet you it wasn't. Th- I bet you their split was sixty forty uh, run to pass. Boy, see, I would 60, think that's 40 high. Run think to pass. that much? 60-40 yeah. run to pass? 60-40 run to pass. I don't know. I don't know if I totally buy that, really, Raymond. And if, if anything, maybe Yurko's right. It was a little bit more out of pure necessity. Uh, well, that's 100% why it was. Yeah. It was definitely uh, out of necessity. Uh, I'll find that uh, maybe in the break real quick, too. Just find the splits across the league on run pass. The run well, I got splits. team stats in front of me. 377 attempts passing. That's not a lot of passing attempts. Uh, 558 attempts oh, rushing. right, then, York. You're going to be... They were last in the league with passing attempts, 22 per game. Right. And they were third in rushing attempts. It's, yeah, so it, I guess it, it's much more substantial it's, it's more, than 60-40. It's, it's, it's even more than that, right? Yeah, it, it's almost 2-1. to one. It's, it's almost 60-60. They ran the ball almost right. 33 times a yeah. game. Yeah, so it's about two-thirds. Yeah. I think you're yeah. right, yeah. But if you look at attempts throughout the... Like, the Eagles have the third most attempts. Like, you still have to run the ball. Well, sure, I mean... Like we, you still uh, have to, like, you have to the run Eagles the ball. Are, the Eagles ran the ball because they were blowing everybody out all but year. But you still have to run the ball. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Right. But, so but the go 49ers to Kansas are up City. there, too. Go to Kansas City. Kansas City. And look at Kansas City. They were four, they're right in the middle. They're like 417. They're right in the middle. Look, the Eagles ran the ball because of the quarterback they have, and they were they literally beat the snot out of teams all season. I mean, they beat the crap out of teams all year. One score were, game against the Bears. That's right. There was a one score game against the Bears. One score game. Jalen got hurt in that game, in fairness. That was a one score game against the Bears, wasn't it? But they basically spent the entire season knocking teams' teeth in. So I'm not surprised at that. Yeah, no, York. I should have. Uh, I should have thought more carefully about that. You're right. I mean, we knew that they didn't throw it a lot. That I mean, their attempts, their yards, everything. There, you know. This Uh-oh. is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN One Thousand. Right, I'm gonna guess. You're not uh, gonna guess it. I'm not. No. Is it? It's not. It's not. It's, is it Bulls not, NBA related? It's yes. NBA. Yeah, it's not it surprising, but yeah, it's it's NBA. All right, wait, wait. The Bulls are shutting Lonzo no. Ball. No? no, no, go elsewhere. But elsewhere, it, elsewhere. I think you can get it. You can get it. It's a trade. No, no, kind of no. It's not a trade. Someone's not happy in their Someone's situation. Not happy. LeBron, big nope. surprise. LeBron's not happy. Close. Oh, uh, I'm close, but it's not LeBron. Yeah, nope. think of his little buddy, Russell his, Westbrook. Nope, not other happy. buddy. AD's not happy. No, previous buddy. Uh, Kyrie's not Kyrie happy. has requested a trade, according to Sham Sharania. League sources tell the Athletic and Stadium Kyrie prefers to move ahead of the February 9th trade deadline or will leave See, a free agency in I July. Tell you? What did I say? I said As it all along. Boy, the Nets, I said the Nets are playing great. Katie's, they're walking on eggshells. Don't piss him off. Don't let him say anything. Don't let him have any kooky conspiracy theories. Don't put a microphone in his face. Don't. 
Nobody goes. Oh, as the world turns, he doesn't think the he world turns. Think the world turns. No, I get that, but right, it's, like, it's like another trade deadline, another Kyrie request for a trade. What <laughs> Kyrie? Oh, it's classic. Not happy. You knew it had to be covered at some point. <laughs> That's what they were passing. Fifty nine point six. Fifty nine point six, and the other way around, it was forty point four. So, thank you, Yurko. Thank you, I, I Yurko. I got to uh, so there were 60-40 hey, passes. I'm with you, Yurko. 60-40 run. There were 60-40 run. Listen, Kyrie Irving's not happy. I get it. Okay. Well, but, well, I mean, is that the least well, surprising headline of the, in, yeah. the, in the country today? Who's the team in the league that seems to be desperate to make a move at the deadline? The Lakers. Yeah. This um, is this, this is going to be the storyline. This is going to be the storyline for the next couple of days. By the way, and there goes the Bulls trade. I threw... Uh, what I think is twenty five dollars down the toilet, but it's twenty five bucks, so okay. Oh. On LeBron, I did. I put tw- oh. Coinsmith had him at sixty to one. I put twenty five yeah, on LeBron for fifteen hundred. We were going to do it together, Carm, and make it a fifty dollar bet. I said we're. You're such self. You're so selfish. As I as you're about to dig into the sandwich I brought you today. I'm going to now because I'm sad. I eat when I'm sad. By the way, because you just you, you ambushed me just now. I didn't. I not. said we were going to do it together. It was going to be did. fifty bucks, twenty five, twenty five. Go back so to the put on another twenty five. Well, I can put another twenty five on it if you want. Yeah, I want to just sell the ticket on Prop Swap like in a month. Yeah, I'm, all, with, that's the only I'm with you. I did it. I'm with you. I'm like, there's no way LeBron's winning the MVP. Luca's going to. I mean, uh, Doncic is. Ah, it's a matter of Jokic. Jokic is going to win. Joker. The, damn it, he's going to break the curse of uh, nobody winning three in a row since Larry. Can you believe it? Who will be the uh, three-time MVP who has had the least impact on the league? So, congrats. Can't wait. Well, for he that. hasn't. They haven't impacted the, the the playoffs much. That's that's true. Now this year, maybe it's different because Murray's healthy and Porter's healthy and. Um, they seem like a nice regular season team. They kind of seem that way to me, too. And the minute he's off the floor, forget it. They're terrible. How's that prosciutto? Oh, it's good. Isn't it? It's unbelievable. Good? Is it good? Black, have you had your sandwich yet? I'm, I'm saving mine. Save I'm gonna, yeah. The moment the show ends, I'm yeah. going upstairs and I'm going I'm to dig in. We're on a later lunch schedule dig because in. we're here till yeah, 8 o'clock. You guys o'clock, are here till so late. Like, yeah, lunch yeah, is like 2.30, 3 o'clock. We have yeah. our lunch break. Yeah, and yeah we, lunch uh, is like 3 o'clock. There's like two sandwiches I, in one. I, yeah, I it's, want, it's I'm going to have the half and I'm saving the half for tonight. I almost wanted Adam to Adam doesn't eat pork, so he did not get prosciutto. He got a roast beef sandwich, but they make it on like that. Special publican uh, focaccia bread oh, that they get. Oh, so it's wait. like a different type of. Oh. Adam's sounds so good. It's got wait. spicy mustard and provolone mm, so and delicious. roast beef. I'm like, oh, man. My heavens. I love a good sandwich. So are we trading Kyrie for uh, Zach Levine? Uh, Is no, that what we're doing? Stop it. <laughs> I wouldn't even begin to entertain that. You know, it's like, no, who's a better player? Tra- if you're going to trade Levine to LA, like that kind of just blew up. You think they set their sights on Kyrie now? I mean, it's whatever LeBron wants, well, right? Listen, this, is wants best this has been beha- happening behind closed doors, right? This is happening in back channels where LeBron and Kyrie are talking right now, just trying to figure out how they're going to get together. This is Don't a, you think that's the way the, that's the, the way the NBA works? What do you think Durant's thinking? This is a silly question, but what do you think? I can't even ask it with a straight face. What do you think set Kyrie off? I mean, like, what? In, or is that just Kyrie? He's just nothing. He's doing what he wants to do. <laughs> Nothing's got to set him off. He just has to do what he wants to. He's got a whim. And his whim is, let's, I'm going to head out west. Am I right or wrong? I mean, it's not a... Yeah, I, I don't he, think he you can really... cares about anything, right? You can't really predict right. uh, which way the wind will blow and Kyrie will start speaking nonsense into microphones. So. Oh, man. We should call Friedel. 
just to have some Get fun. Marine. Get Marine. Uh, he's dreading this because now he's got to wake this. up for Good Morning America oh, tomorrow God morning and. He no, he it. he just hates the whole thing, and like I can't believe I have to cover this team. What did I tell you? I predicted this twelve years ago about Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie strikes three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're back in two minutes.